This is the Fertility Hour, where couples learn how to improve their fertility naturally. Join Charlene Lincoln as she interviews leading experts in the fields of natural fertility, holistic medicine, and preconception care. Fertility Hour is where you'll find evidence-based strategies, tips, and resources to help you when trying to conceive. And now, here's Charlene Lincoln. All right, welcome back to another uh, episode of the Fertility Hour. And today, I have Mr. Lloyd Burles. And um, let me just introduce him. In the early 90s, Lloyd left the hustle and bustle of London to live a more peaceful life in a small village on the west coast of France. Okay, that sounds so romantic and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Some 10 years later, over the course of a few short days, he developed highly debilitating symptoms when using his cell phone, computer, and all types of electromagnetic devices in his home and workplace. When his doctors in the medical community drew a complete blank, Lloyd set out to find his own solutions. He has made it his mission to raise awareness about the dangers of electromagnetic fields, otherwise known as EMFs, and share the remarkable discoveries he's made on his quest to recover his health. Lloyd writes for numerous magazines and websites. He hosts a bi-monthly podcast on EMFs and health and is a regular guest on radio shows and other events. He is the author of the ebook Long-Term EMF Protection, which offers solutions to the growing numbers of people whose health is being compromised by exposure to wireless and similar technologies. You can download his free EMF health report at his website, electricsense.com. And that, of course, will be in the podcast notes. Okay, um, this part will be edited out. The only thing, Lloyd, is I'm hearing every breath that you're um, taking. <laughs> so Let's move that down a little bit. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Oh, that, I'm still hearing it. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I don't know if that's distracting or how's that better. Just just try not to breathe in the interim. That would help. Okay, I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. Well, welcome, Lloyd. Uh, thanks so much for being here. I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of questions for you because I feel like this subject—it's almost like asking people. I mean, e- wireless technology, I mean, we're just surrounded by it. It's, it's the air we breathe at this point. And yeah. um, a lot of us are kind of in the dark about the effects of it, because unlike you, um, many of us aren't having these debilitating symptoms. So we're going, well, maybe it affects other people different than us. And, and I, I guess in a sense, we're all sort of like guinea pigs to the wireless industry, right? We're, a, a lot of people are going, well, the research isn't there yet uh, that this is harmful or not. And actually, I mean, I live right outside of San Francisco. Mayor Gavin Newsom was the only mayor, I think, in the world that required wireless industries to, um, what is it, to put a rating on on cell phones yes, and other wireless exactly. devices. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, which, which uh, so yeah, cool. yeah, pretty cool. Uh, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah. I'll you on that. Um, Debilitating symptoms, yeah, I know about all that. Um, I'm very fortunate in that I no longer have those. Um, but 
that's really how it all started with me and that's what opened my eyes to this because as you say i was living uh, in this idyllic setting and it, it is very beautiful where i live i live between the the ocean and the forest it's a little sleepy town it's a little bit too sleepy in fact in this time of year <laughs> um but it's a beautiful place and i love it and i love nature and in a sense i was living the dream uh because i would left london with my wife my wife's french that's why we moved to france and uh i was living the dream you know we were shopping down at the farmer's market um i was working out at the gym i was jogging down on the beach i was running my own business my dream was always to run my own business and i was running my own business and things were going very well and then one day in 2002, um, and my business was actually a rental business because we're on the coast here and it was a rental business. Mm -hmm. And I actually acquired a cell phone in 1998. So uh, it was quite late, you know, um, compared to some people because when I was living in London in the early 90s, people were already walking around with these big brick things. Um, and so it was pretty late. And one day, what happened in 2002, just out of the blue, I had a reaction to my cell phone and of course I thought nothing of it at the time and what I didn't realize was that I had a conversation you know how people say yeah I had a conversation I'm sure you've heard this before I had a conversation uh, on a telephone and it changed my life and that is exactly what I had except it was nothing to do with the conversation it was to do with the cell phone and um, literally it changed my life because I had and it was some immediate symptoms um, and those symptoms it just kind of spiraled very quickly and I didn't know what was going on um, and I went to the doctors eventually <laughs> after about three days because it literally was uh, in one cell phone conversation I started to feel something weird kind of uh, not quite sure seeing stars um a kind of a weird spatial thing a bit headachy um nothing to really get worried about and then just over the course of a few telephone calls it became a pain a headache and over the course of a few more tele telephone calls it was literally searing pain when i put the phone next to my ear what i call hot ear and then a whole lot of other uh, unpleasant symptoms, immediate symptoms like prickly skin. And it wasn't just the tel telephone, it was the computer, it was the TV, it was, I got it when I was in the car, I got it when I was down uh, doing the shopping, you know, next to the tills, I was getting it everywhere. Mm. So my life became a living hell, literally. And it was like that for two years, I was really living in denial, wondering what the hell was going on <laughs> so, and in a way i didn't want to face up to facts because i was scared uh, i was scared of facing the truth because the truth was it seemed as though there, there were no solutions and so what was the point in really you know going down that rabbit hole uh, when there wasn't didn't seem to be any solution any way out and then I read a, a newspaper article i've been to the doctor and the doctor couldn't help me and specialists and i had specialists who just literally ridiculed me because it was so crazy that I could react into my cell phone, mm. a neurologist, in fact. Um, and then I read an article in the Daily Telegraph, which is quite a highbrow publication uh, in the UK, 
and he was talking about this guy who was CEO of a, a UK food group and he was so sensitive to his cell phone he couldn't use it anymore uh, he was dictating everything to his secretary he was driving around in a clapped out old Volvo he was switching off the electricity at night to get to sleep and I thought that is me I'm not mm -hmm. the only person on the planet with this because literally I thought I was because this was 2002 the internet, I was very skeptical about things I was reading on the internet, and, but there wasn't the information that there is now, and the internet wasn't the place that it is now. And that is how it all started, and that is how this awareness came about, and uh, the debilitating symptoms I know all about. And I went through all that, and I came out the other side. And here I am. <laughs> hey, thanks for sharing that story. I mean, I could see how confusing, I mean, and how isolating that felt, because like you said, now you've probably heard from thousands of people who, you know, they reach out to you and go, yeah, I'm experiencing exactly what you are. Um, instead of it yeah. feeling like you're a complete anomaly in this world of high tech and why can't you handle it and everyone else can type of thing. Because um, in my field, I have met, you know, I, I worked with a pediatrician. She literally had to go very, very, very part-time in her practice and sleep way outdoors almost camping away from her home she just mm -hmm. couldn't be around it at all so there's many many i mean of course you you hear it all the time there's many many cases what really stood out for me how i came about finding you was that um like many parents i'm struggling with the screen time thing and my daughter was using an ipad and i knew instinctively i should not be letting her use an ipad but then i wanted to kind of make it a little bit more solidified of why i should not let my child sit with an ipad i came across you you were measuring the radio frequency uh the rfs of the ipad and she has not she has not been on one since and now um christmas came around and little cousins are like i got an ipad for christmas and it's like ugh, if they only knew you know, but you don't want to be, it's almost like, it's such fringe uh, science at this point. You, you kind of are like the, the party pooper. Oh, you well, know, you shouldn't really yeah. let your kid use that because of this. People are like, oh gosh, is that really real? Okay, you know? I'll just react to that if I can, please. Sure. Um, so the fringe science, I don't really agree on that. Okay, um, yeah. There is a lot of, the thing is, what you have to understand is it's like big tobacco all over again. Yeah. The cell phone industry, and this is not something which I dwell on because I'm all about solutions because that's yeah. what I devoted my life to actually is the solutions. Yeah. Your and website's amazing on that. And we'll talk about those tips. About yeah. Really. yeah. And then, you know, people like you and other people invite me. And, and it's not, it's not live in a cave either. It's not live in a bubble, live in a cave. It's like live in this world and this is how you can protect yourself. So exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love exactly. that. Exactly. Practical, uh -huh. practical yeah. everyday solutions, mm -hmm. common sense solution. A lot of it, common sense, but a lot of it, some of it is a bit more technical, but just to come back to you on this question of the studies and there are studies, there are thousands of studies which demonstrate adverse biological effects to electromagnetic fields generally. So just to be, to be clear what we're talking about here, we're talking about folks, electromagnetic fields, an invisible force which is pervading all our lives and it can be uh, of the wireless type or the non-wireless type and really what you're talking about Charlene mainly here is wireless and obviously wireless is huge because it's just taken over our lives we're in a wireless world now 
And why are we in a wireless world? Because everybody wants that. Everybody wants this wireless world to be everything to be uh, instantaneous and to have instant communications. And there are so many upsides to it, but there are many downsides. What you need to understand is because there's so much money at stake, the cell phone industry are doing, they've already got the roadmap of how to do it because big tap big tobacco did it before them and they're doing this they've got the same strategy okay the exact same strategy except they've probably got more money to do it and there is more at stake because everything our whole world actually now is i mean economically we are dependent on these technologies because you know every time they bring out new we go you know we're moving into the 5g generation and what is all this about more than anything it is about communication obviously and it is about progress but it's also about money because when they sell off these licenses and they're selling off frequencies, bands of frequency, then it brings in money all over the globe in big, in great spades full of it to all these governments, which are desperate because we're in a, you know, the world is in a constant crisis. Is it not? We hear it all the time. We're in one constant economic crisis. So it's as much about that as anything. And so what is happening is the science is being manipulated as to say, the information we're getting more precisely is being manipulated and the science even itself is being manipulated. You know, there has been uh, comparative studies done on this. You compare the studies, for instance, on notably on gliomas, which is a form of brain tumor. If you look at the independent studies, then they're showing an increased risk of glioma. If you look at the industry funded, funded studies, then they're showing no increased risk. Mm. So right back to the actual science itself, there is manipulation. And then beyond that, for every study that comes out that says cell phones are dangerous, yeah, to, to simplify this, then the cell phone industry, they can publish 10, which show just the opposite. And, you know, a lot is in the interpretation of these studies because studies are pretty dry, boring things to read. I don't know if you spend mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I read studies on this. And it's not really very passionate reading, you know, it's sure. a very... It, 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 it's heavy going. It's and easier so to read little is, sound. It's easier to read little sound bites that you get on the local. And, oh, the cell phone industry exactly. is safe. And oh, okay, well then we're fine for now. Right. Uh -huh. so I kind of wanted right. to bait you with that fringe science. I knew that that would kind of get your heckles <laughs> up. So it's not fringe science. It's really solid science carried out by eminent scientists. And if you people are listening and want to know where to find more information on this, look at the Bio Initiative report really great resource on this since 2007 uh they've been which is a kind of a meta study a study of studies and they're looking at all the studies over the last 30 years and there are thousands of studies there are literally um there are on cell phone radiation alone there are over 6,000 studies which relate uh, which, which cover over 120 adverse biological effects so you have many of the stu you have many studies on your website as well, right? I mean, that's I a resource. Okay, uh, and then people can like look at the references and go into it further if if they would like to. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's discuss. I mean, you know, we're we're talking to an audience uh, that is looking to increase their chances of, of conceiving and, and having a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. And um, 
so let's discuss, you know, the effects of, I guess, cell phones. I mean, it could be cell phones, it could be iPads, things like that on fertility. And, you know, and I, I love that Tim Ferriss, the, the three month, that, that's a great story to talk about as well. Yeah, well, the Tim, I covered the Tim Ferriss story back in 2011 when it came out. And of course, Tim Ferriss, what he was doing, he was researching for a book, which I understand it was like the book which came after his famous book, The 4-Hour Working Week. And uh, Tim Ferriss was, um, he was actually interviewing a guy called uh, Charles Poliquin, and who was a, a, a well-known uh, strength coach. And uh, Charles said to him, well, you know, uh, what I've noticed is that in the athletes, my clients that I'm working with, that they have, that the athletes that are walking around with cell phones in their pocket, they have a, a diminished, diminished level of testosterone. And he goes, well, yeah, get out of here, you know? <laughs> and so he was, and he, he goes, okay. And so Charles says to him, well, you, you go look at the literature. So he went to look at the literature and there it was. The literature uh, is very clear, you know, one hour on a cell phone, uh, has a significant effect on um, uh, on the sperm, uh, the quality of sperm, the motility, uh, the direction it's swimming in, and uh, a whole lot of other factors. Very, very clear. And so, curious, um, Tim Ferriss went to get his sperm checked, and his sperm count was low. And so he's very concerned. And so he decided to go. Uh, he decided to take matters into his own hand and give this thing a little try, you know, with a cell phone, okay, if it is a cell phone, well, three months without the cell, you know, three months without putting the cell phone in his pocket, three months reduced cell phone use, and he also took some uh, selenium uh, supplementation as well. So those three things primarily. And what do you know? After three months of doing that, just three months of doing that, he doubled his sperm count. So that is just one uh, instance of it. But the actual, the science on the male side, the sperm, is actually very clear, okay? Because uh, the cell phone industry, another of their tactics is to talk about cancer. Because cancer is a biggie. It's like the word, as soon as you say it, you know, it, you know, it makes people fearful. And, and, you know, it's a big scare word. Um, and so cancer is nice for them because uh, of, primarily because of something called the latency period. And we know this through what happened after the Second World War, because it's very similar what happens with radiation, non-ionizing radiation, which is what I talk about, these EMFs, and ionizing radiation like the nuclear bomb, etc. But basically, it works in the same way. It's just a question of quantity of energy. And this... Um, the, so the quantity of energy is less, but the, the effects are essentially the same. Um, and so the um, this um, this the, the effects of cell phone radiation are very clear, um, and they have been for some time. And what the cell phone industry is trying to do is say, well, look, there's no hard proof on the cancer, and which is not true. There is proof. But at the same time, we don't have cast iron concrete proof, which we'd like. But, you know, it's and then and, and they play on that. Like Whereas, big tobacco back in the day, like right? Like big tobacco, yeah. exactly. Whereas with the sperm, it's really, from where I'm sitting, very cotton dried. So there is significant science on this. 
on the sperm question. Now, so that's the sperm. And the thing is with the sperm, the fortunate thing is that men, uh, they have billions of sperm and they can, so if they've got the cell phones in the pockets, they can take the cell phone out of the pockets and that can correct itself over time, hopefully. With the women, it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, there, is, there is an issue with the, with the women. And, you know, because you contacted me uh, to do this interview and I wanted to, I actually spent some time looking into this because there didn't, and I, and I started looking into it and I realized that, you know, it's not very clear what's going on. I couldn't find any good information on the internet about this. So I decided to compile my own information. Mm. And that's what I want to share with you just very, very briefly, uh, because there is, um, there is uh, a lack of clarity on this issue, on this uh, question of does cell phone radiation impact female fertility, okay? So again, the, the, the male sperm question, lots of data on that, okay? Lots of data, um, and it's, it's pretty clear. The female question, now this is what I found. Um, firstly, um, so research, 2014 studies, researchers measured alpha amylase, which is the saliva, which is a saliva of uh, women in, and are trying to get pregnant. And so this alpha amylase is an enzyme with a known association with stress. What they found was that women with the highest level of this enzyme in their saliva had a 29% reduced probability of getting pregnant. So I'm not talking about cell towers or radiation or anything at this point. I'm just talking about this enzyme, okay, alpha mm -hmm. amylase, one study, okay. Another study, a 2009 study, talks about examining people living within a 100 meter radius of cell towers and found that higher levels of biochemical stress markers were present, notably alpha amylase. Mm. Okay. So what I'm saying here is what this is suggesting is that women trying to get pregnant who are exposed to these EMFs, this cell tower radiation or cell phone radiation for that matter, they have approximately, according to these studies, a 30% less chance of getting pregnant. Okay, so I'm putting two and two together. These are two different studies. And this is just indicates perhaps one of the reasons why people you know, why there isn't so much clarity about this danger in terms of, uh, of women. Another study, if I may, very, very quickly, uh, cell phone radiation can burn out, literally burn out the female reproductive system. A 2013 re review paper found that EMF exposures related to oxidative stress and overproduction of free oxygen radicals uh, in female and, and male fertility. So male and female this time. And then a 2017 study on animals. So most of the studies are on animals, for obvious sure. reasons. Yeah? Uh, but a 2017 study on animals found decre a decrease in antioxidant enzymes in the hypothalamus, ovary, and uterus of mice. Um, a 2009 study found that cell phone radiation exposures can have severe toxic effect on ovaries. Uh, notably uh, causing a decrease in the number of follicles. And 
And then we have the question of miscarriage, because that's the thing, you know, it's mm -hmm. one thing getting pregnant, but then you got pregnant and then you get the miscarriage, which is horrible, I'm sure. And um, a, 2000, um, uh, a 2014 study saying that found that the fetus is most susceptible to radiation two to seven weeks after conception and in the early fetal period, um, 15 uh, weeks after uh, conception. And, and then we have hot off the press. This is literally just before Christmas from the Kaiser Permanent Medical Center in Oakland in the US um, found that exposures to magnetic fields cause a three times increase risk of miscarriage. Magnetic fields are present in homes, in household wiring and, um, and pretty much anything with an electric motor, fridges, anything electrical uh, emits magnetic fields. So three times risk, increased risk of miscarriage when, uh, when pregnant women are exposed to these um, magnetic fields. Another study, um, UCLA research found uh, double the probability of behavioral problems in children. That's another one. You know, the autism epidemic, I'm sure you've heard about, you know, what's going on with autism. There are strong links between cell phone radiation, Wi-Fi radiation, this wireless radiation and autism. Dr. Uh, Dietrich Klinghart has done work on this. Uh, Martha Herbert, as Dr. Martha Herbert also has done work on this. So there is a lot of information here relating to uh, this, you know, the impact that it's having on male and female uh, fertility. I mean, thanks for, you know, sharing that. Um, a question comes up, how do you know that, um, how do you know the location of a cell phone tower that, you know, as are maps showing, because yes. most of us don't know where these cell phone towers are. Um, now there is, um, there are maps in different countries. And um, now I'm not sure if he's still in operation, to be honest, in the US, but it used to be called antennasearch.com. But if you just put into Google, you know, um, uh, cell phone tower map, for instance, if you do a search on that, you can find that. But you can see that. And the by law, the thing is, they can put cell phone towers anywhere. That's the law which came out in 1996 in the US. They can put them anywhere. There's nothing you can do about it. They can put it, you know, right next to schools, hospitals, everything. There's nothing we can do about it, unfortunately. Um, but what you can do is at least know what antennas there are and what frequencies there are. You can, you know, if you're, for instance, looking to move into an area or something, if you're already living in the area, mm -hmm. then that's obviously a different strategy. Okay, so let's talk about some practical tips to, you know, help protect ourselves from this, you know, the, the, the radiation that's essentially everywhere. I mean, what yeah. can we really do? Well, and, uh -huh. And I want to talk about iPads too, because they're so popular and beautifully packaged and offer, you know what I mean? They, it, they're so seductive um, to babies, to older people. And so I guess back up, let's talk about, let's talk about iPads because everyone's using them these days. Um, so iPads. Yeah. So there are two issues with iPads um, in terms of exposures, uh, radio frequency, radiation exposures like your cell phone, but also magnetic fields. And so what's the difference between an iPad and a cell phone? 
well, the obvious thing, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because it's bigger, we, that would indicate that there are more electronics, that there are bigger battery, that it is emitting a stronger magnetic field. So as I was saying before, anything electrical emits a magnetic field. And so we differentiate these, uh, we understand these uh, electromagnetic fields. So electromagnetic field is a blanket term. And then within that, we've got these different categories, which are radio frequency, radiation, electric fields, magnetic fields, dirty electricity, or intermediary frequencies. And so there are two issues, two main issues. Um, in fact, really, um, the an, uh, 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 an iPad, in fact, it, 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 as most devices, they emit radiation in all those four categories. But there are two main issues. Mm-hmm. And the two main issues are the radio frequency radiation and the magnetic fields. And why is it a particular problem with the, with the iPads, you know, compared to, because I don't have an iPad. Why don't I have an iPad? Because how do you use an iPad? Well, you have to touch it with, you know, you've got, you put it on your lap. How do people use it? Look at how people use it. They put it, they walk around with it. So it's wireless. They can only use it wirelessly. Well, they can actually, you can actually, there's actually a means of using it non-wirelessly, but mm-hmm. it's very complicated. Oh, okay. So it's a device which is to be used wirelessly. And it's a device which, which, which is designed to use, be used in close contact with your body. And there is, that is a, that is a key thing to understand about EMFs. In fact, if you only understand or remember one thing which I'm saying you, to you today, mm-hmm. then it's this. And it's very simple. And it's a cute little phrase. And the cute little phrase is, distance is your friend. And that is to say, because of the way that EMFs work, most EMFs work in space exponentially. So that's to say it's a non-linear relationship. So that's to say, by gaining just inches that you actually reduce your exposure very significantly. For instance, a cell phone, if you put a cell phone next to your ear compared to a cell phone six inches away, about 15 centimeters away, then the exposures are about 10,000 times less in terms Mm. of radio frequency exposures. Wow. 10,000 times less, why? because it's about a hundred times further away from your brain, if you're holding it at six inches and because it's exponential. So it's a hundred times a hundred equals 10,000. Obviously we're very approximate, but I'm giving you a notion of how important this is, this little phrase to retain distance is your friend. And so that is the problem, the key problem, the main problem with these iPads, because as you say, they are beautiful, cute, seductive little devices. Um, you can do so much with them and they just look beautiful. And, you know, you can, I love, you know, I love the internet. Um, and I've been very busy. I mean, my life's been centered around the, before, before electric sense, I was, I've always been passionate about it. I just think it's wonderful, but honestly, folks, the, the iPad is not the way to go on. It's not a safe way to use the internet. And it's certainly not the way that your kids should be interacting with the internet internet so two things radio frequency radiation mm-hmm. and magnetic fields you're, you're and i should emphasize your kids born and unborn because i know there's 
you know, plenty of women who are trying to conceive, they're holding it, but even pregnant women, because I had a good friend who I had to educate, she was literally using her stomach, her pregnant bump as an yes. eye, as a phone holder yes. to text. She said it was very convenient to hold it there. I was like, uh, yes. please stop that immediately. <laughs> and so she, she kind of got the message. Um, you know, when we were talking about the proximity of cell phones to the head, I mean, then you should bring up the thing about headset devices because there's air tubes and then there's regular, because if you use a regular yes. headset, um, what, what's the issue? Do I use a regular headset? Well, I mean, with the phones, I mean, if you're using like a regular, like, okay. you know, so, earbuds or whatever. So just to be clear, yeah, um, I walk the talk. <laughs> I don't own a cell phone personally. I know, I know. My wife does, okay, okay. because... Obviously, because we like to travel, and when you travel, you need a cell phone. You need, I mean, you know, we've got kids, and you need to stay in contact. And uh, but I take my my laptop computer with me. But um, yeah, in terms of recommendations to people that are using a cell phone. So again, back to the thing. Everything really goes back to distance is your friend. So we're looking at ways of creating distance when we're using this technology. Um, and so how can we use create distance with, when we're actually using a cell phone? Well, there's various ways we can do it. And most people think to, well, if they are thinking about doing it, then perhaps they think to use a speakerphone, which is okay, but um, everybody else is listening into mm. your conversation, mm -hmm. not ideal. Plus um, an increase in magnetic fields because the speaker's working harder although that is really not my main concern here. But I think because it's this issue of, well, you, you know, most people don't want everybody you know, around to hear what they're saying. Um, certainly, I don't like listening to other people. I don't even like listening when people have got the cell phone next to yeah. their head you know, when they're speaking loudly. I find it very annoying. Um, but um, yeah, so the speakerphone, yeah, that's what it is. Mm, the, the next, uh, the next, solution is to use regular um, wired headphones which i don't advise because we have problems with that in terms of ambient radiation being beamed up in this wire acting like an antenna mm -hmm. and directing the radiation right up to your head that's to say the radiation from your phone and also ambient radiation so the whole thing's just acting like one big antenna not a good idea and so a better solution is the air tube headset and there are some good ones now because when they first came out i reviewed a few initially and there were some sound problems um and i think the kin it's the kingdom uh, which i reviewed recently there's a review on my website which is good it's sturdy it's good sound quality um and uh, it's as good as i mean except if you're listening to you know rap music with a hard beat on <laughs> it's yeah. not ideal for that but for uh, conversing it, it's that's a good solution okay so an air tube headset and then you you had spoke about a particular brand of it that you review on your website so is that under like your a kingdom, yes it's uh -huh. a kingdom. yeah um, okay. but i will just say just to finish off on this to be uh -huh. absolutely clear that my recommendation is to and this might sound a little bit old school or a bit of a hard line to take, but my recommendation is to only use cell phones in emergencies, particularly in terms of putting them next to your head. Mm. Because the science is clear, you know, the dangers. So we've got the, just a very 
briefly talk about the dangers for people because this is super important that people do understand that there are dangers and there is hard science on these dangers and the dangers are this these adverse biological effects which are very clear and when we say and it's true that adverse biological effects is not very sexy as we're talking about things like um, it's damaging the cell membrane which is super important because we're composed of about 50 trillion cells so if you start damaging the cell membrane very bad news about um, calcium influx um, and outflux in terms of uh, there's a, some really good science on this by a gentleman called Dr. Martin Paul, who talks about the VGCCs, the vol uh, voltage gate, the calcium channels. And it's about how this radiation impacts the calcium channels in different ways. One of the ways is letting too much calcium in, which just causes inflammation and possibly cell death. Um, and also just that these subtle effects, because again, that's what plays into the cell phone industry's hands is because the effects are subtle and they are indeed subtle, but subtle does not mean unimportant or, you know, in any way it's the, the, the effects are subtle, but they are massive. They are massive and significant and profound. And what happens is just a whole, cascade of chemical reactions that take place in your body, um, notably oxidative effects, notably creation of free radicals, which people have heard about that, you know, free, when we're creating free radicals, not good news, folks. Effects on the mitochondria, there's a lot more talk about that also. The mitochondria is in your cell, it's like a little power plant in your cell, and there are people that are saying, well, if the mitochondria is good, then you're good, you're in good health. Mm -hmm. And this cell phone radiation impacts the uh, micro Chondria affects your enzymes. Enzymes are like the proteins, the building blocks which you're making your cells. And the cell phone radiation impacts your DNA because there's this other thing about, okay, no, cell phones are okay because they don't impact your DNA. They do. They create a single and double uh, strand breaks of DNA. So the effects, and that's only a few, blood-brain barrier effects also. Affects your blood-brain barrier. You've got a membrane protecting your brain. It affects that, and that's one of the reasons that people... Um, that uh, electrically sensitive people get headaches um, because of that and also a lot of gut and intestinal issues there's a lot of research on the blood-brain barrier very little on the gut uh, intestinal issues and I'm convinced that the, that is great you know people uh, there's a big gluten problem at the moment a lot of people with food intolerance and so on and uh, I believe this is uh, you know related to uh, these exposures also so that is just very quickly the science it's over most people's heads, um, and but it's important just to mention, but what people don't understand is when you talk about cancer, you know, when you talk about Alzheimer's disease, when you talk about Parkinson's disease, you know, all these uh, neurodegenerative diseases which we've got now, which are just rampant, um, and also, you know, infertility, which is what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. So the, the effects are widespread, very significant, but subtle at the same time. Sure. Okay. I want to drop something in and, and we, we don't have time to discuss it because I want to go into practical tips. But for those who are listening and go, okay, well, maybe I'll stop using my cell phone in my home. I'll just use my cordless phone. Uh, we can't really go into it now because I want to go into the practical, as I said. Yeah. But, but um, Lloyd on his website, electricsense.com, has plenty of information and research about yes. The cordless phone, which unfortunately is not. And just as um, a quick, very quick aside, if I may, yeah. in my view, 
the cordless phone is even worse than the cell phone. If you've got those in your home, mm. worse. And I go into yeah. that in detail. And there are, again, this is not just Lloyd making this up. There are studies, <laughs> notably out of Sweden, Dr. Hardell, yeah. which is really one of the best, the best science we've got on this, some very strong science. I know. It's like, oh, bummer, but, um, but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I mean, what, one thing I want to ask you is, um, so I turned my phone in, in the car, I turned it on airplane mode. I had a G, I had GPS going, I turned it on airplane mode and the GPS continued. And that Correct. was my first time I realized that Correct. I could use GPS in airplane mode. And then that kind of I was like, oh, what's going on here? So what's happening, because this is evolving all the time. And okay. of course, the, again, you know, the cell phone industry that are making these cell phones, they know about this problem, you know, because yeah. they employed a guy called Dr. George Carlo, um, and they spent $25 million uh, back in the early 90s to prove that cell phones were safe, and he came out and proved the opposite. <laughs> so they know that there's a problem. But even before that, they kind of, suspected very strongly but they, this is very very clear and so it's a big problem for them because they've got a lot to lose obviously when kind of everybody wakes up um so uh yeah it, it's um the, the 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 science is very clear um and really in terms of cell phones what are, you know the most important thing and you know i have to say this to your audience because i've got kids is you know for pregnant women honestly uh you know the uh, american association of pediatrics have come out and spoke about this honestly if you're pregnant you do not want to be using cell phone at all and you know if you we say text don't talk but honestly avoid it avoid it and um and yeah it is a hard line and i might be a killjoy saying this but I've experienced, you know, the most important thing I have to share is my experience because anybody can read the studies. But the reason I read the studies is because I had this experience. And if I'm telling people this, the reason I started talking about this is because I've got kids and I just couldn't sit there knowing what I knew and not share this information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are, this information is, is there and you, and, and honestly, people, it's worth, particularly if you're, if you're, if you're trying to get pregnant or if you've got kids, then, you know, take heed. And, you know, there are some steps which I'd like to share with you, you know, about. Yeah. I, I mean, cause okay. I, I've been in the health field a long time and, and I'll tell you like it, I feel like people who are listening will be really motivated to take some steps. I, I don't, I guess I don't have faith that they'll go, I'm going to totally eliminate this out of my life. There's going to be like one to 2% that go, yes, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I am feeling some effects of this. I, I want, I'm really motivated. So let's just talk about, I guess the real life scenario of the 98% of us who are going, this is staying in our lives, but we want to, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, yeah. So yeah. what's some, some simple uh, tips, uh, honestly, uh, I'm not here to convert people. I'm just here to tell the truth. And, you know, you've heard the expression, the truth hurts. And the truth mm -hmm. I'm sharing is a little bit brutal. Uh, yeah. I realize that yeah. people that are perhaps using a cell phone to do their job, you know, um, or, you know, you're some wireless they're actually uh, working in an office where there is wireless accessibility, but the, you know, so there is so many things that you can do. And really 
what you can do, what you need to do is focus on your home. And because that is an area that you control by and large. Mm -hmm. and, and so what I recommend strongly is that you banish or wireless from your home if possible. That would be my top recommendation. If you're not ready to make, take that step, then what I strongly suggest, if you do have Wi-Fi, is at least you pull the plug on it at night. Mm -hmm. At least, because if you're sleeping, why do you need the Wi-Fi router modem thing there radiating you all night? Mm -hmm. You do not, you know? Do yourself a favor, you know? Pull that thing out. You'll find you'll sleep a lot better. Mm -hmm. So, um, and literally, when I say pull it out, pull it out. Don't go, you know, don't start in a, playing around in the settings. But pull it out from mm -hmm. the wall. That way, you know it's off. Unless you've got an EMF meter and you can be sure. Because again, this is the thing about, you know, what you were talk, talk, saying before about the cell phones and the GPS. Because the, the, the technology is evolving and these things have got, for instance, most modem routers now, they have a double antenna in them so they have one public one private mm. one for you and one a public direct so your your home is like a and this is the way it's going with 5g because we're this technology is you know people want more and more of this so that's what we're going to give them more and more so it's going to be more and more little antennas everywhere and so it's going to be on every lamp post it's going to be on every street sign it's going to be everywhere and and this is part of it is incorporating these devices this public wi-fi into people's private Wi-Fi installations. Uh, and so, yeah, switch the thing off at night, banish the, the cell, the, the call everything wireless as far as possible. Even if you, if you don't have a, an EMF meter and you think you've got rid of everything wireless, I guarantee you haven't because mm -hmm. everything is wireless now. Because you, when you think about wireless, you think about your cordless phone, perhaps you think about your cell phone, you think about your Wi-Fi router thing there. But you don't think about your washing machine, about your uh, dishwasher, about your oven, about your refrigerator. All these things are being fitted with smart technology, okay, because they're linking up to the smart meter. Uh, and that's what the idea is that all the data, because we're interested in the data, all that data is being transmitted back. And so all these devices are emitting this radio frequency radiation. And so the question where well, I'm reading your mind now, you say, well, well yeah, well, why, why would I get rid of wireless if there's like wireless everywhere in any case? Because it's cumulative. And this mm -hmm. is again, perhaps mm -hmm. the second. So the first thing I said to you, remember, was distance is your friend. And the second thing is cumulative. It's a cumulative effects. All this radiation has a cumulative effect and it's cumulative in two senses. It's cumulative in the sense that if you've got the Wi-Fi, the dishwasher, uh, you know, your iron even, I mean, everything is wireless now, crazy, mm -hmm. everything is getting wireless. Then this is all like adding in to the density of this radiation, which we know is very detrimental to our health. And then we have this cumulative effect in the sense that over time, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, like with, with, with me, because there was nothing to suggest that, boom, from one day to the next, I would suddenly become symptomatic. So you find, you find, you find, you find, and then one day, 
well, you're not fine. Yeah, tipping uh, point then, effect. Uh-huh. Tipping point effect. And yeah. Then, wow. Then you start to take action. Believe me, big time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to assume that your your village, beautiful village house, isn't a smart a smart house. It is not. <laughs> you can't push now, a button and those curtains aren't going to go up. I have. You. I've got them on the side of me because I I thought maybe you'd want to see them. I mm. have just yeah not every emf meter on the market but i've got lots because i've reviewed them from my website you know and um but uh yeah so i check that's the advantage really and this is kind of more for the two percent maybe mm -hmm. let's hope <laughs> the want to really go further on this would be to actually invest in and i noted note how i say invest because it's one of the best investments you can make is to actually invest in one of these devices a sensitive um, EMF meter um, and then you can actually check in your home and you believe me you will have some surprises something mm. you think well why is that wireless you know the electric toothbrush is that what I mean I don't know if they are but I'm just mm. saying yeah uh, you think wow how can that be it's wireless and everything is going wireless yeah I, I feel so bad for kids these days because from I mean in utero they're ne they've never not been exposed to a ton of e EMFs, right? It's like, uh, and now in the classrooms, I mean, schools yeah. are thought of as higher ranked if they're complete, you know, kids get the iPad in the classroom at an early yes. age. And I yes. mean, that, from what I, you know, I mean, I, I'm just educating myself, but when I hear that, I think that's not a plus in my book. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, um, I'm an optimist and, mm. um, you know, despite all this, I'm an optimist and I guess, um, maybe that's one of the things that helped me is that I'm optimist and I always believed, you know, that I could overcome this thing, but I believe that we as a society can overcome this thing. And I believe that there is a growing awareness of this and certainly in the work that I'm doing. And it's true that I've got my head, you know, down to the ground on this. And so it's difficult for me to be objective uh, because it's pretty much uh, EMFs all day long. So like when I'm in my office, my office is at home, then that's pretty much all I do. But then when I go out of that office, then it's, I'm very lucky that I can just forget and just like become normal, not Mr. EMF. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm optimistic about this, that the world is going to wake up. Uh, to you know what is really going on because things you know people are having the wool pulled pulled over their eyes about this and this is again this is not what obsesses me is because there is some controversy and some unpleasant things being done and there is some manipulation it is true but this is not what I'm interested in what I'm interested in is solutions and helping people I like that I mean I'm glad you're optimistic I, I guess for me you know like we use that word seductive I mean it's becoming more because the, the, there's 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 so much technology coming out that we all sit and go, oh my gosh, that's amazing, and we and we applaud it, and it's so beautiful and seductive and and just you know what is this going to open up for us as a society? We're just looking at that in that direction, and so then it's kind of a a dismal you know look back oh yeah. but this you know so it's it, it's, and, it's confusing and I, get, I, I get that totally um and i get that it is progress in many ways but at the same time when you understand the science a little bit 
there is a big dumbing down with this technology and what it's doing, you know, on a biological level, literally dumbing down. Yeah. Um, and there is, you know, even in with regard to what you're saying about this seduction, it's not by accident. You know, it's not just because I love Max and, you know, because they work so much better than PCs. <laughs> you know, the whole, the, these, you know, computers are so beautiful and seductive and, you know, you just want to, this is an old one here I'm speaking to you on, but it's still beautiful, you know. Mm. And, but just beyond that, in terms of what these frequencies actually do, because, you know, our world is all about frequency. And there's few people that realize, one of the people that realized this was a gentleman called Nikola Tesla, who is known as the father of electricity. And he said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And I, I heard that about maybe 10 years ago. And everything I've read and everything I've learned since then has only reinforced that, okay? And so frequency is super important. And, um, you know, everything has a frequency. And I could talk about that for hours. That's something completely different. But what I'm saying is that these frequencies that are being used they are, I don't, I do not believe they're being used by accident. And these frequencies have, um, uh, have certain effects on our brains, on our physiology, which is, it's a bit like the, you know, um, for instance, you know, what they put in the, in the uh, cigarettes to make people become addicted. It's the same thing, but mm -hmm. on a frequency. It's very, very no. powerful. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, there is, so there is that. And, and again, I believe that there will be, uh, we're, we're kind of, the, you know, that we have these, the world goes in cycles. Everything is a cycle. You know, the seasons are a cycle, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, it's cycles. And I believe that there will be, I, I believe it's actually taking place now that there is this, um, this growing awareness and it's, it's snowballing. Um, and, that people will become aware, you know, that this technology is 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 not good for them. Um, it is, you know, that they, they, there are these advantages, but wow, the downsides are huge. You know, this conversation that we're having, and I mean, we're not the only ones having this conversation. Thousands and thousands of people around the world, and yet, I guess it's not a common everyday conversation. There's a lot of people who will be listening to this and go really had no idea about this and this will be their first exposure to it well but, but but i mean but think about it think about it if you're listening to this conversation and you're going huh okay well maybe i should consider this i mean literally go back to it was only i mean you know we're, we're 2018 now it was only like 30 years ago that people started talking about the tobacco industry and it literally was a fringe conversation because the ads were so seductive. I mean, doctors were smoking. Doctors were like gods back then. Exactly. You know, and, and beautiful women were smoking cigarettes in these ads and they were on TV and, and, and to talk about that tobacco was that harmful you know, it was like, oh, maybe I'll wait till the science comes out, you know, because these images are so powerful. I mean, you look at the youth today, to own an iPhone is to be part of something higher, you know, it, what does it say about you? 
you're connected to something so hip and cool mm -hmm. and it connects you to a huge network of the world through Facebook and social media and things like that. So you're fighting against a huge message. I mean, and, and as much as, I mean, I literally started looking at EMF exposure with digital alarm clocks back in the early nineties. That was the problem back then, right? Mm -hmm. Was that EMFs? Because I was like, ooh, alarm clocks, digital alarm clocks, that's dangerous and we're sleeping near them. And that was 30 years ago. And now that's kind of like, uh, that's, I guess no one's using those anymore. But, um, uh, and and now I, you know, I'm still blanketed. It's like, that's how strong that message is that, you know, we need this technology. But I mean, yeah, thank you for, you know, being an ad, I mean, you know, being out there and educating and really being courageous yeah, and, in this. And, and to respond to that, I'm not in a fight here. I'm not in a fight yeah. with anybody. I'm just telling the truth. And yeah. people that want to hear the truth, um, not everybody wants to hear this. I know that. And, um, but this is the truth I'm telling you here. The, and if you say, well, yeah, the truth is what you make, you also was, mm, there, you know, Look at the fact, you don't have to take my word for it. In fact, don't take my word for it. Just yeah. look at the independent fact, the independent science, the good, you know, there is some very good authoritative um, websites on the internet now. Um, and, you know, it's not just Lloyd saying this, and some very strong science. And just react, just one thing I want to also say is mm -hmm. solutions is, which are uh, just very, very briefly, is that in, in terms of your home, the one place really, because I always say to people, don't obsess about EMFs, because that's the first thing is when people actually do begin to really take measure of this thing, then they're like, oh my God, you know, I've got to, you know, mm. turn my cell phone. Crazy um, making, don't, yeah. Don't obsess. But if yeah. you are going to obsess, there's one place you should be obsessing, that's your bedroom. And your bedroom is super important. It's super important to make a sleeping sanctuary there, a place where you, because it's when you you sleep that you, your body heals. Mm -hmm. And if your body can't heal, then this is when you're going to get to this tipping point, as you mentioned earlier, so much quicker. And so in terms of your, you know, it's all back to the cells again, cellular rejuvenation, regeneration, mm -hmm. detoxification, uh, melatonin, suppression of melatonin, which is, again, there's so much to talk about here. And there's yeah. so much science on this. But if there's one place really where you don't want that cell phone, where you don't want any uh, Wi-Fi exposure as much as possible, if the neighbor's got them, that's okay. That doesn't give you an excuse not to switch your Wi-Fi off because again, distance is your friend. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's the cumul cumulative exposures, okay? So there's lots you can do and uh, yeah, just start baby steps, baby steps. That's the way to go on it. Right. And, and, you know, when you were talking about mitochondrial issues and mitochondrial or cellular engines in the body, uh, Dr. Eva Keen, uh, who has been in the field of, of natural fertility uh, for the last 11 years, when I asked her, what's the number one issue today? Um, well, there's two major issues that she's seeing that are causing fertility issues. One is low sperm quality. Um, only 4% of sperm need to be considered normal for a man to be considered fertile, which is crazy. It's gone down considerably. Um, and then other, the other one for women is, or women and men is mitochondrial issues um, is what's causing most yeah. infertility issues. So going back to what, you know, Lois said about EMS affecting mitochondria and um, therefore fertility. And I love the, I love the sleep 
thing because um, there's so many people with with sleep issues, especially women. Oh my gosh. Massive. I mean, yeah, nine out of 10 women, they'll complain about insomnia, either difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep. I always say clear, you know, clear the electro smog out of the bedroom, the yes. Wi-Fi, the devices. Yes. Um, even that blue light, right, that comes off the screen, exactly. they say, yeah, the exposure to that with the pineal gland, it affects sleepish. Correct. Yeah. So Studies on that also, there is, you know, uh, Charlene, um, there is barely a symptom that I can, that, you know, that you could say to me that I could think about, that I could imagine, that you could imagine that I could say, well, that I couldn't say, well, that EMS can cause that or contribute to that in some way. That mm -hmm. is what, that is how super important, all pervasive this, this is, this EMFs. And you say, well, yeah, there are so many other important topics. You know, what about uh, pesticides and, you know, uh, GMOs? And I'm not saying that's not important too, but there's something about EMFs when you start looking at it is that it is what I call the mother of all toxins. And, you know, I talk about EMFs and EMFs is important, obviously, but at the same time, I'm not saying it's all about EMFs. What it really is about is it's about the EMFs plus the, the rest plus the rest plus the rest that's what mm -hmm. it's really about mm -hmm. and the thing is that emfs reacts and interacts with all of those things because it mm -hmm. affects it affects the pesticides it affects the yeah. we, it affects the air we breathe it affects everything and this tipping points why, again right yeah, yeah this is why it's really it it really does deserve if you're health conscious uh if you're having a baby i mean that is for me um, you know, obviously that's just, um, you know, children and, 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 and babies. It's, um, super important, super important, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that pregnant mothers know about this, that, that young people know about this, that, uh, the parents know about this, that everybody knows about this, but certainly in terms of our kids, like we have a duty, you know, to protect the young and, uh, you know, as a parent, I'm a parent, uh, you know, to watch over our kids. And we have a duty uh, in society. Our role in society as an adult is to be responsible and, you know, to, to um, protect our loved ones from, uh, from these dangers. And the dangers are so real, you know, clear and present danger. But I mean, I, I really appreciate that the work that you do. I know you've put in exhaustive hours in, in putting together your website. I mean, it has, it has so much information on there and, and you really come from the heart I and mean, you're just a sincere person who really is heartfelt in your message and you don't come from a scare tactic place or, you know, like you say, no, you're speaking no, no, the no, truth, not well, based on Lloyd's world, based on the research no, that's out there. No, and, no, uh, you, know, you know, the more I speak, um, Cause, you know we came on i said look uh, i said to you let's just go into it because i never want to you know everything i say to you off air is the same as what i say on air mm -hmm. there's no it's not like two lloyds mm -hmm. and you know because i do interviews too and sometimes people say to me do you edit and i say no i do not edit so my interviews go out as is and i only edit if my guests ask me to edit because i've got nothing to hide mm -hmm. and the second thing is i do make money from my website mm -hmm. and i'm not ashamed to make money because i realized i actually started my website for two years i never made any money at all and then i realized if i was going to do this properly then i needed to be able to earn a living from it 
And so I decided I was going to do, you know, uh, run an ethical business and that's what I do. And so uh, I have, you know, I created eBooks and products and I do coaching and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. Yeah. And, but there is nothing here uh, that's, it's with the purest of intentions and, um, and that's for people, you know, obviously to decide, I, I can say that and it's easy for me to say that, but, uh, you know, make your own mind up folks. It's not about me anyway, the EMF thing, it's way bigger mm -hmm. than me, but I'm just, you know, doing my very small part. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if someone's trying to conceive out there, I hope they just get the message that they can take some practical uh, steps. Um, you know, I mean, as far as, as far as they want to take it, you know, that's up to you individually, but um, the science is out there. Um, and especially for men, I mean, for men, really, it's, it's fairly, in compared to like improving egg quality, it's fairly simple to improve sperm quality, you know, keeping that cell phone out of your pocket, you know, for, right. for one, right. and putting and putting it right next to your heart would be, no, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> men take it out of the pocket, and they put it next to their heart, and they're like, Oh, geez. So you need you to get a, a man purse and yeah, yeah. You know how many people are getting hip replacements these days? Oh my gosh! So is that the cell phones? We don't know, but yeah. Wow. And so that's that's the way Lloyd's brain works now. Unfortunately. <laughs> and it's and the, the, the thing is, when you think about these things, yeah. nearly everything you think about, uh, it's and then you see the studies and the studies, and then because I've been doing this for quite a while now, reading studies. <laughs> And then the study comes out and backs up what you thought, you know, maybe a yeah. few years ago. And so, yeah, it is, it is, it is a big deal, this thing. For, and just the small, just some small step, just start somewhere. You know, like I say, you can make, you can achieve a 10,000 reduction in exposure just by not putting that cell phone next to your ear. Oh, I, I don't like that feeling. You know what I mean? That it's like that hot, you can feel the heat off of it. Um, I, I, I rarely, that one's easy for me. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> so, you know, once again, uh, can you tell our audience your website so they can find out more yeah. information about well, you and yeah. Yeah. My website is electricsense.com, uh, all one word sense as in common sense. Um, and, uh, it's all about solutions. Uh, mainly about solutions. I would say it's about 90% about solutions. And it's true today, we've mainly talked about the problems because uh, we've talked about the science a little bit because it's by doing that that people you know, understand that, that there is a problem and will um, actually take action uh, in terms of uh, these solutions. Um, and I have a free report on there. In fact, 90% of what I do is free. Um, and there is so much information um, on the website and uh, there's a free report which you can download there's newsletters regular newsletters and there I have a bi-monthly uh, podcast where I interview people like scientists and building biologists and really anybody that wants to talk about EMS and health because that's my passion <laughs> mm -hmm. uh I'm so glad. I mean, you have some great videos on there, but um, the iPad one, you know, once I told my five-year-old why she could no longer use an iPad, I, you know, I kind of thought, she, she was, she was cool about it. I mean, she, she got it on some level, you know, yeah. and so um, hasn't been on one since, thank God, because I knew in my heart that um, I just, you, you don't put a kid on an iPad. And, and so, yeah. I, but I needed it. I needed it kind of a little bit more solidified for me. Watch that video. 
if you're using an iPad or your child is, um, watch that video. It'll really, you know, it'll click on something for you. Yeah. And you know, something you just said there, um, just listen to your heart, you know, don't listen mm -hmm. to what they're saying on the TV or, you know, on the internet or what, just listen to your own intuition on this. And I think women are perhaps more keyed in uh, and it's easier for them than uh, the men. But yeah, just listen to your heart on this. It really does not make sense to expose your kids to this. Mm -hmm. Your future kids. <laughs> yeah, but your intuition can be disrupted by Wi-Fi, I think, too, because a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it, you can kind of get disconnected from from that. So, um, because we, yeah, we have a lot of noise around us. So, get educated. That's the second thing. Get educated, and then your intuition will uh, yes. tap in yes. to that message. Yes. And there's, there's so much we haven't talked about. You know about lighting. Oh about dirty electricity and there is so much there is a lot on this and it is a little bit does seem a little bit just start somewhere yeah just start taking some action on in some shape or form um and 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 particularly if you're if you have children or you're uh -huh. intending children honestly it makes so much sense oh yeah a, a couple things do you like that documentary take back your power about dirty electricity because that's yeah, so I actually, uh, yeah, uh, Josh, um, I, yeah, um, and I, I actually promoted that when it came out. Uh, there was a, there was a, another a documentary called Generation Zapped, which uh, oh yeah, I saw that promote too. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, the take back your power is um, hopefully going to so it's um, it, it's really uh, educating people about how they can it's rather a clever uh, title because it's literally take back your power in terms of, you know, what's going on with these smart meters which right. can be, uh, deployed. Um, and that really, which it seems though people don't actually have any choice because these smart meters actually pollute electromagnetically also. That's an important thing to understand. And there are other issues as well in terms of privacy. Um, but yeah, and these, so these actually pollute the, and people actually have these meters installed they don't even realize that the meters are installed, you know, uh, don't really pay much attention. Mm. And then they start and get symptoms. It starts to fall sick and there can be lots of different symptoms. Um, and so this, uh, what's great about this um, initiative, Take Back Your Power, which is a website on the internet, it's free also, is that it actually gives you the tools to say no say no i don't want that smart meter on my property you know and i want to keep the regular analog meter with a guy the meter guy that comes around i don't want my electrical system to be polluted i don't want that thing which is going to be emitting radio frequency radiation 24 7 which i've got no power over so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i i mean one thing um because i've lived in different like um condo type complexes and there's always that one condo unit where all the smart meters unfortunately they share the wall so yeah. it's, it's like it's like with a whole complex and you think yes. oh my god they have like 30 smart meters on their wall yes. um, but anyways let's not go down that rabbit hole i don't want to <laughs> blow you know people's um minds right now and um no. because there is those documentaries Lloyd talks about on his website you can educate yourself uh, as, as much as you would like but i, I would educate yourself on that please um it is, is well worth it to know Thank you so much, uh, Lloyd, and uh, it was a pleasure. It was Thank a pleasure. You, I've learned yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Great, great, great speaking with you. Thanks for the you invitation. too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Fertility Hour. For being one of our loyal listeners, 
we would like to give you free access to a special report called Restore Your Fertility Naturally. Inside, you'll learn about an eight-step, all-natural process that's helped hundreds of couples conceive. This is one of our most popular reports, and you can get free access by going to fertilityhour.com forward slash report. Again, that's fertilityhour.com forward slash report. Go there now, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Fertility Hour.